Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to the Hurricane Hotline on this a Tuesday night. We'll talk University of Miami sports, a quick hour of Hurricane sports as we lead you into Miami Heat basketball. And the Heat trying to wrap up their series with the Boston Celtics. We'll have game four coming up for you right around 7 o'clock with an 8.30 tip-off. Joseph Gacky, Don Bailey Jr., Weicho Hernandez will join us to talk baseball as well. And then uh, Associate Head Basketball Coach Bill Courtney on the show here tonight. And we'll get a quick update on University. Miami basketball recruiting and portal recruiting and Coach L and all of that stuff. Uh, but first, we'll start with Don Bailey Jr. We'll jump into football in a moment. A reminder, Hurricanes baseball at the ACC tournament. They'll begin play on Thursday against North Carolina State at 7 o'clock. They'll play Duke on Friday afternoon. Now, it, the format at the ACC tournament is a little bit odd. It's hard for fans to follow. Duke and NC State play tonight. Miami will have to win one game. They play two in the pool. They'll have to win one game. Whoever whoever wins the Duke-North Carolina State game, Miami has to beat them to go to the semifinals. So that's the ACC baseball tournament coming up. A week from today, we'll have the regionals, and we'll know what's going on with University of Miami baseball and the regionals. I would think, Don, Hurricanes will host the regional. That's always a great, uh, great weekend for Miami when they host the baseball regional. It really is, Joe, and the University of Miami – itself does a great job as a host for that you know of course that that mark light is one of the the storied stadiums and in, in, in not only in the acc but in the country and it'd be great to have people come down here and it's great for our fans any baseball enthusiast who, who wants to follow any so the best of college baseball they can get it especially if miami has a regional you know, before we jump into football, the other night uh, at the baseball game, uh, there was a, a celebration, not so much a celebration as much as uh, an awareness of uh, ALS, and there, it was a tribute to Paul Damari, who, who was a tremendous person, uh, not only for the University of Miami, but just, just for South Florida, and of course, Gino uh, running this baseball program, and when he, when he took it over, uh, the program was kind of stuck in quicksand, and he's on the verge of taking them to the tournament again. Uh, has had a lot of injuries to deal with this year. He's won 38 games, 37, 38 games. Uh, has really put them in a good position. You know his dad would be happy for him, but uh, it was a nice uh, awareness on Saturday. But more than anything, I think Gino is really settling into be a, being a, a manager, a head coach at this university, and uh, he is showing some of that grit that his father had for so many years. Well, let's start. Let's start with with Paul or Mr. Damari. First of all, he single handedly took it upon himself to help make the University of Miami great in many areas, not just athletics. He has been so giving and so willing to help through the entire university. He's made such a difference through his through his 
my, my entire life. I mean, I've known him ever since I stepped on campus at that university, and, and he's always been willing to help, whether you're on the field or off the field, and, and through his donations and through his, his leadership and his guidance, he was just an angel university and to this program and you see a lot of you see a lot of of mr damari and gino and and that's a compliment to both of them uh you know gino is is taking on this head coaching job and each year gets a better understanding of how to do it he's very very competitive he understands the huge challenges that face the university of miami being a private institution versus a state university where the state universities have so much of an advantage on scholarship dollars uh, versus private university that Miami is, and he's been able to manage that. And it, it's good to see that each year he gets better and better and has a better understanding, and he's developing into an outstanding head coach. We are um, about ready to kick off summer. Memorial Day is uh, next week, and uh, usually that means it's Memorial Day, then it's 4th of July, and then the blink of an eye, it's football season. And uh, we do have basketball coming up tonight with uh, the Heat. So we're still in the middle of NBA season. But before you know it, it's going to be college football season. We're less than 100 days away from the college football season. I don't think anybody spent more time, uh, other than University of Miami coaches, around the University of Miami offensive coordinators, Shannon Dawson and Lynn Skittery, than you during the spring. Uh, you spent a lot of time with those two guys, more than anybody in the uh, that would be in the media, more than anybody else except players and coaches maybe. Uh, what are your thoughts about what they were able to do and, and what do you think they're doing right about now? Because they're trying to incorporate or they will have to incorporate new players coming in from the portal. So it's going to be a cram session here in the summer. Yeah, Joe, you know, we'll start offensively, you know, Coach Dawson, and you think about that for a minute, that you've got a team that you went through spring practice with, you know, you're trying to implement your offense, or at least the foundation of it during those days of spring, and now you have players transferring out and transferring in, so you know, in the beginning, where, where you kind of had things set years ago at the end of spring, you would really come out of spring and have a feeling of your first and second team and, and who your fill-ins would be. Now you've got an idea, but you've also got to figure out, after watching tape of these players that transferred in, on where you can start putting them, at least at a starting point. I don't know where they're going to end up. That's what the practice is going to be about. But you've got to get them at least situated. you got to get them in. And then you've got the learning to where everybody that was here got to go through spring and get an understanding of of Coach Dawson's offense. Now you've got to influx the guys again that got to get caught up on it. So you've got to not only sign guys that are capable on the field, they've got to be capable in the classroom and be able to grasp this new offense. Now, in fairness, I think uh, to Coach Dawson, this is a compliment. I think this program offensively, they grabbed a hold of this offense and did not look out of place ever at a practice. They did not. They didn't have to stop and start. The communication was there. There was a, there was a, a lot of cohesion between the offensive line and the running game for something that is so brand new and another way of getting taught the way Coach Dawson teaches. And they're going to have to be faced with that again. And I would imagine your first – Oh, 10 days of camp is really just going to hone in on making sure 
you get your terminology down and you have an understanding of what's expected out of each position in this offense. I think everybody's going to talk about Tyler Van Dyke again. And I was thinking about it the other day and kind of comparing his last two years. And one word popped into my my head. Once Van Dyke got rolling two years ago, he was decisive. Last year, never felt that he was decisive. So I think we hopefully he gets back to the uh, the quick thought, the quick decision, uh, being decisive in this offense. You know, that's a, that's a very good assessment. And he looked comfortable in, you know, three or four games this year, had some big yards. But the key to him coming into this season is, is going to be health. Important thing. He's got to be healthy. And he's going to have to continue to get help from other areas. Miami we did a great job in the portal and picked up a couple running backs. But and we, we know Tyler Van Dyke well enough that he is studying this offense daily. He is uh, a classroom quarterback as well as a physical guy. He's going to go in there and make sure that he understands it, that he can teach it, and that he can communicate it. And then when you look back a couple years ago, how quick he was able to grab on to Coach, Coach Lashley's offense and how much success he had, I expect the same thing to happen uh, in this offense. I, I really do. I just think that it, it's right in his wheelhouse. There's some crossover to what he has seen before. It's not dependent on one or two positions. It takes advantage of what opportunities the defense gives you. And he's going he's to have a great year as long as he remains healthy and he gets help. Uh, defense is going to be pretty simple in terms of expectations. Um Listen, they gave up 40 points. I think it was four or five times last year, more than 40 points. So it's uh, points allowed and big plays allowed. Let's just start there. Uh, take away big plays and let's reduce the amount of points per game. Yeah, Coach Coach Gidry has is, is got a ton of energy. He, The players, from everything that, that I saw indicated to me that they were able to communicate his calls from the sideline to the field and then also communicate again when the offense would make changes. So when you have simple forms of communication, it really eliminates a lot of big plays that an offense can produce. And I think that that's something that Miami wants to make sure of. But also, he's going to put pressure on the quarterback. He's going to put pressure on the offensive coordinator. And I don't just mean with calls and disguises. I mean with bringing more guys than you can block. And to do that, he's got to have, be very, very sound in the back end. And Miami's gone out and they've done a, 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 as good a job as anybody in the country about making sure that they're secondary, that they added experience, they added size, and they added guys that came from places that played big-time football meaning the Southeastern Conference. So I think it's going to be an interesting mix with the new coordinators. I think that for uh, both of these guys and the success that they had during the spring and how quickly these two, all, both sides of the balls adapted is going to lead to some very good things uh, when the fall comes around. You know, the last thing, it's funny you mentioned the, the secondary, because I was thinking I'm going to be very interested to see what does the front seven look like once they get them all assembled in the summer. Yeah, well, I, I think 
part of the reason Miami's <laughs> offense had had some success in, in in the spring was because there's no front there were seven. so many guys MIA, <laughs> right? I mean, you just you had your whole defensive front, you know, the, the, on the sideline. So there's going to be a lot of competition, and it's going to be a little harder to move that football offensively once the fall comes around. But you're right about that because that the defensive defensive line was uh, was banged up and recovering from from the season. All right, that's uh, Don Bailey Jr., a little look at football. A uh, reminder, we'll talk more baseball. Weicho Hernandez joins us on the show next, and then we jump into the University of Miami basketball after the Hurricanes' historic trip to the Final Four. Associated coach Bill Courtney will be joining us on the show. DBJ, as always, thank you very much. All right, Joseph, have a good week. All right, that's Don Bailey Jr. We will continue on the Hurricane Hotline right after this. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 